0: say five years uh and yeah like she she lived on in on Venice Beach at one point
1: oh nice
0: you know like uh in like a studio or whatever um yeah so she like definitely saw some cool stuff Mm we're like kind of a USC student yeah totally (laughs) it's got the weather it's got these beaches here yeah definitely there's that you know I went on a road trip cross country when I was like 22 and we stayed for a little while in Santa Barbara.
1: Mm.
0: That felt crazy laid back, like compared to L.A., which is still a city where
2: people which are true. trying to get it true. done. Yeah. Santa Barbara. To yeah.
3: Santa Barbara. Yeah.
2: Uh, where, where do you fall on like the preferred laid back scale when you have like Santa Barbara on one side and then you have like,
4: I don't know, what's like, the most uptight place? Like. Also, Near by story. the way, maybe <laughs> 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 right,
3: never, next door neighbor.
4: Maybe we should uh, just get into the show. Also, officially, what uh, in?
1: yeah, what's the trip we were?
4: Uh we're now, in now, now we are. Yeah, yeah. We are on oh, sessions great. with Mary Jane, with uh, your hosts uh, Jordan Freed,
3: Rita Ezra, and
4: Brendan O'Brien, and we are here with a very hilarious and talented comedian and game show host of the stoned variety. <laughs> Uh yeah. so we're really blessed to have him here today. Giving up for Alex Scrubard.
2: Hello. I'm Alex <laughs> Scrubard. <Yeah.
3: laughs> like shouting into a tunnel. Yeah, you hello! Can't, a you, tunnel. Can't,
2: you can't hear them, but they are also saying hello to yeah, you. Alex. Hello. <laughs> oh Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah. Uh man, LA. I'm going
0: to LA soon. Ooh. Yeah. I'm doing uh the eighteenth. You know, I'm doing a show. I'm doing Waiting Out the Stone there. Uh and I haven't been to LA in like Probably a little before COVID, I guess. Mm. Maybe, yeah. Mm. Um, And like, yeah, it's always. I feel like it's so far. I like so rarely get there. You know, yeah. It is also like an enormous scene and stuff and place to do comedy or whatever, or even visit is like, yeah. I mean, I'm not from there. It's not like a million people out there either. well, yeah. yeah, it's pretty
4: pompous to say you're going to go across the country, the continent, right? Yeah, it like, doesn't feel entire like continent. insane. Yeah, I know. What are you doing? Come on. It's, it's so far.
3: Especially if you're driving and you're like, huh, about gas. And you're just like, eh, that's nothing. And you're like, what?
4: Oh, are you? yeah. Dude, I know.
0: I'm glad I'm not driving. Like, all of a sudden, that would have, like, really screwed me. Uh, like, I bet. I have not thought about it that way, but like, (laughs) oh man, that would have been nuts. I mean, it was kind of like, oh, I should have like picked a spot in the middle, like Chicago to hit, but I didn't, I don't know. I'm still learning. (laughs)
3: <laughs> nice well um i do want to find out more about the origination of reading out the stone and the differences between new york city and la but first we're going to assign you your challenge
2: that's right alex. Oh, okay so as, so as a game show host and game aficionado you will hopefully appreciate uh, our challenge for you today which is to name as many game show hosts as you can think of throughout the course of the podcast uh, yeah oh you guys can't see this at home but alex just gave the like most knowing like i <laughs> got this face, what a oh, public
1: yeah.
2: yeah. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we will be I mean,
3: recording it. You can interrupt at any time, you can stop at any time. The length of how you get as many as one, you, just, you know, you're a winner no matter
0: what. Is it throughout the podcast? Or, uh, oh, great. Can I just start naming okay. sure. Mark Summers? Let's go right away, right? With yeah, yeah Michael Malley. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. That's two, right? I mm. mean, we up that too. That's <laughs> just Nickelodeon right off the top of my <laughs>
2: yeah no. what what is Good it about stars. yeah what is it about them that you think um makes them the first two that you named in this list of game show hosts
1: what do you think <laughs> 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 i watched Tell the a lot of double Dare.
2: i
0: watched a lot of get the picture hosted by michael O'Malley, and guts and global guts mm-hmm. let's go oh for the results mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys were uh, watching that stuff but oh, yeah. you know yeah yeah exactly yeah i don't know when i was a kid i watched a lot of nickelodeon and uh there was something about like the way nickelodeon did game shows that is like just as i'm thinking about it now and talking about and they were the first two people i said Mm -hmm. uh they're also yeah like uh, there's just such a silly thing to that there's something about like really like raw television with game shows i like the idea of like, when you asked about the origination of Waiting Out the Stone, there was a time where I was trying to think of, uh, like, concepts for shows that couldn't air on television strictly mm. because of what they were. I had a game show about curse words and, uh, you know, stuff like that. And then, like, uh, yeah, that was definitely a time I was trying to think of stuff like that. And I feel like Nickelodeon did a lot of these Interesting game shows that you just wouldn't live. They wouldn't live anywhere else. Not until like Adult Swim or something existed. Could you see something like Double Dare? Even uh, right, even right. for kids, you know what I mean. It's just like that kind of craziness. Uh, that is
3: the branding, no. I guess. They find what is unique yeah. and special to Nickelodeon. Right. The only thing you can do at our studios, and people know that this is ours, yeah. right? So
0: totally another aspect like it's something they can do in studio Mm -hmm. like they're on their lot Yeah, you know a kid i certainly wasn't thinking about like studio lots but (laughs) yes it is like one of those things about game shows that are like for television it's still real raw like i love old steve allen stuff Mm -hmm. and uh (laughs) you know uh like watching old like groucho bark stuff where they're just like really doing it off the top of there's just no right like the the pre-production is minimal. Mm-hmm. They, they're not doing a lot of takes. They're not even saving a lot of these episodes, right? All those Johnny Carson tape, they're gone from even the old Tonight Show.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He was a game show host, by the way. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Just>
3: yep, <laughs> making got it.
0: sure I'm getting some in there. But yeah. Uh, uh,
3: but yeah. Weeding Up the Stone could play as both. Like, you could do that in whatever lots you whatever have a live audience and record it. Right.
0: Like, that That's is... The- the
4: goal if anyone, I mean, I don't know. Which do, you've been
3: to too many spots, though. You've been to, um, I mean, you is there group. such a
4: thing as too many, though? I don't think so. I didn't
3: say too many, sure. I said many.
4: Oh, oh, too many. Sorry, you've been tra- to yeah. <laughs> yes. you've been tra-
3: traveling around, um, yeah, like we know New York City Asylum, um, right well like uh, yeah please share anywhere else that you have been that people if you have upcoming shows you're looking totally. to have somewhere i mean might as well plug it now while people are
0: yeah so uh right i'll definitely i mean check out weeding out the you can buy tickets uh, on our website and uh you can also follow us on bands in town is a really easy way to see where we're performing next where the show is coming and uh get tickets for that bands in town. It's a pretty sweet app actually. Uh, but yeah, just, uh, we started, I started this show in Philadelphia in like 2015 and there was like this comedy festival, which was called $5 comedy week. Uh, it was 30 brand new shows all for $5 within a week. And, uh, yeah, started then it was super fun weeding out the stone was a popular one for it's like the third incarnation of $5 comedy week that became good, good comedy theater in Philadelphia. So then weeding out the stone and I was already doing a game show curses and then something else and stuff. So I had a monthly time slot right after $5 comedy week happened with weeding out the stone. It was such a hit. We just inserted that into the other game show slot. And then they opened the theater Doing weeding out the stone twice a month. We moved to Fridays. It was going even better. We had been a Wednesday show for like the first two or three years, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it is funny to think about. I mean, it's one of those, like, it's still underground. Like, we definitely at times felt like we were getting away with something. And then at other times, like, it's a show. (laughs) Welcome to (coughs) putting on a performance. Mm -hmm.
1: Nobody is ever going to really mess with us. Like, um, even we've done like
0: right now it's like the weeding out the stone has been in 12 different recreational states and delaware but uh (laughs) (laughs) is probably about to legalize you know so and we've done virginia and they've legalized so Mm -hmm. i think when weeding out the stone comes to town you legalize pretty soon after if uh Let me see if I can rattle them all off. And then we have a ton of upcoming shows. So, uh, yeah, the, we've started out in Philadelphia, started doing in Delaware pretty quickly. I grew up outside Boston, so we did Boston, Worcester. Um, I'm trying to think of where we did after that. Then probably Baltimore, Richmond, Denver on a trip. I did Santa Fe
1: before. I've done uh, Suffered, New York. There's an improv theater there.
0: I'm uh, then the pandemic happened that was going to do a tour for 2020 Mm. hit a bunch of places some for the first time some hitting them again i've done jersey city because i love jersey city of course at wfmu money hall and then actually recently at sip studios and we're going to be there monthly it's like always throwing stuff at the wall i was doing this 2020 tour didn't happen because of the pandemic so i'm now doing uh it this April, so this upcoming month. We've got twelve dates, thirteen dates I believe. Twelve cities. And uh yeah, it's gonna be great. We started doing asylum last year, so twenty twenty one was like a pick me up year. Did New York City for the very first time. We're still doing it at asylum, but I'm also doing it around town, trying to like see other spaces and get it in front of different audiences and different in New York's so big. Yeah. Uh just gonna grow the show, see if we can get like different film footage of it, you know, just tons of different stuff of it, um, and, like, kind of see what we can make of it, who's got different ideas, all sorts of things like that. So we just just a sesh comedy this past Friday, and then this upcoming tour, Rattle Off These Places. All mm-hmm. right. So April 1st,
1: this Friday, The Lab, Ambler, Pennsylvania. Then I'm doing Kevin Smith's
0: Mod Castle the next day, cool. April 2nd in leonardo new jersey it's two shows seven and nine yeah that's nuts They has this is a sweet podcast theater right by where he filmed clerks and everything it's for mm-hmm. gracie so yeah cool to get some footage there it's gonna be super fun uh great i love these jersey things i live here jersey's mm-hmm. recreational let's beat new york city to some like fun jersey weed stuff right
2: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What are like the what are the biggest differences that you notice between uh definitely between uh New Jersey but then other places you go, whether it's like the the, the the comics themselves or just like the way that the audiences respond to the show? Uh I mean audiences respond really well to it, no matter where we've been. It's always been pretty good with the crowd.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would say some comics like uh you know, get creative with it, honestly. A lot of times when you go on the
0: road, people think Stuff that I just like hasn't come up before. I never would have thought the game would take that direction and it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, different comedy scenes kind of like have different
4: priorities or
0: different skill sets that they, you know, utilize more often or certain people have different talents and that kind of thing. So, you mm-hmm. know, you could do a game for a year in Philadelphia and people do all sorts of funny stuff and then you go somewhere else and somebody does just a little bit different of a thing. And it, I don't know if it's that comic or that scene a little bit. Um, and it can spark a whole thing with the show too, where other comedians on stage can be inspired by that. So, I mean, it's fun having like a whole comedy scene up on stage, mm-hmm. on show. like it's fun to do stuff like that in each scene and have like a new crop of characters for the show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's also like when you do the show in a bunch, in a city for like a bunch of times and you, you're using the same people like they get pretty serious about it like that first time everybody's just having fun you know but yeah. <laughs> then everyone's like well i'm trying to get to the end I don't want to be eliminated. <laughs> uh so you know that's uh, that's can sometimes change a little bit of what's going on but yeah the audiences have all been really great i mean it's been i think we were really surprised early on and started in philadelphia when weed isn't legal mm-hmm. and like recreationally there aren't dispensaries open, blah, 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 for recreational weed. And we did this, uh Denver thinking, like, oh, what's this going to be like? Because maybe it's, like, not interesting. And we sold out, like, a Monday, mm-hmm. you know. Wow. Like, I was just blown away at how into it everybody was. I thought, like, oh, there's probably a pretty good market for this once it's legalized. That's wonderful. you know yeah, so yeah. I mean, who knows, <laughs> right? Yeah, but I,
3: I do have to say, you are a very charismatic host. You're oh, very definitely, thanks. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen you in action, and you're very a great communicator. You also just know how to. You are very. It just transcends. It it just goes to the the crowd with like how charming you are with um people <laughs> who are high. Like it's great. You have to be that type of person who knows how to. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not manage, but... Um, Engage
2: with? Yeah, exactly. Stoners, yes, yeah. Are, yes,
3: exactly. Right? <laughs> that is the crux of yeah. the... Yeah. Um, and it, Appreciate it, it. And also, like, when you have the projector and when you have... Just bouncing back, where if you remark on something that they've said or done and you're doing, like, everything's always, like, light and uplifting and fun and do it, like, if it's peculiar, it's still, like, it just meshes so well. And it...
0: Yeah. yeah I like having a game show. There's something about like being in the game show that's like a fun, especially when the, sh- the game is so silly mm-hmm. that you know you can yeah it keeps it light like people say stuff and they're nervous and they you know in any art form,
2: mm-hmm. but they're
0: high on weeding episode and they're trying to be funny, and so people will trail off at times you're like it's okay, you know, like, it could just be a setup, like, there are so many people up here, everyone's here to win anyway, mm-hmm. like, they're laughing, it's a comedy show, but, like, they do get engaged in that way, mm-hmm. so you're, it's like this extra safety net, you right. know, in a way, right. like that, whereas, like, stand-up, like, they're only there to laugh, and then right. maybe heckle, you know, it's like bad, <laughs> the True.
4: second
1: thing, yeah. but with weeding out the stone, the safety net is like there is a game.
0: There's a follow through. Things can't get off track that much because you just go to the next game. You know. Yeah. I, yeah,
3: yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of energy, but you definitely do rein things in if it needs to. you. Definitely do keep it uh as structured as it needs to be, or as like you're saying, keeping on track. Because also you have a certain amount of time, and like you're saying, there's so many other uh variables I mean, it's not just you up on stage and also mm-hmm. there's the audience interaction you give the audience a lot of power where they're choosing
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know like
3: <laughs> your game is based on like the ending is <laughs> they determine so much so it's it, it is a very interesting trust to see happen back and forth live
0: yeah it's crazy i mean learning all those kinds of Things. I mean, we weren't doing some of that crowd interaction. We were doing some of it, but not other things early on. And, you know, t- just all sorts of different things that you're saying, like giving the audience that kind of power. Like, I compared to the show to like Price is Right, you know, Bob Barker's Price is Right, mm-hmm. Drew Carey's yeah. Price is
1: Right,
0: yeah. uh, that kind of thing, because they're yelling from the crowd like 1600, 420, 69, whatever, like, uh, you know, numbers. Just, I mean, they always <laughs> yell numbers. Right? All uh, numbers. So that, yeah, but they're yelling out like that when people are yelling out in a way to a contestant, you know, on Weeding Out the Stone. So there's some, like, inspiration from that. I mean, a lot of uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy having like the crowd. The interactive thing is part of the fun. I mean, that's mm-hmm. part of Game shows, it's what right. it makes a show like Winning Out the Stone Door, Price Is Right, like so exciting. Because they have that live audience where it's like Regis Philbens who wants to be a millionaire, they're very subdued.
2: They're very, it's a very serious game, like the lighting's very That's dramatic. So like, everything about that game is like, are you the ready music. to win or yeah. lose a million dollars? I used to Tyler host that now, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, Oh, she
3: went from Whose Line Is It Anyway to Who Wants to Be a
2: Millionaire. Oh,
0: she hosted Whose Line Is It Anyway. Uh Yeah, yeah. a different person. Who was it?
2: Because it was was Regis and then like Meredith Vieira for a while. I knew I was, there's been like four, I thought. Maybe I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I uh, yeah, know. it's
3: definitely a different mood. That's definitely
2: a, no, a point for me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, 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 I think I know who it is, who it is, but I don't want to say it because I'm. But you're giving him you Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, I, I know. I, I, know <laughs> I do. You know, Mary Jane works in funny ways. Sometimes she makes people forget know. about the chance. I Sometimes didn't even realize <laughs> she gets some freebies out of some of us. So yeah, Oh yeah, uh, you, know, you do. Yeah.
3: So before you cultivated the idea for a game show. Which also, you gave me, when you said weeding out the stone to prices, right, I was just like, oh my god, what if there's a show where they have to, like, the price, like, guess what the price would be of certain bags of weed? I just uh, said bags of weed, but, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like, how much is this? Cush
2: okay yeah. Right. yeah.
3: <laughs> you get whatever, <laughs> prize, but before that, uh, you said you grew up in Boston, around Boston? Yeah, I
0: grew in, up outside
1: Boston. Outside Boston. Concord, um, Mass. Yeah. Okay,
3: okay. Okay. Um, were you the only one who gravitated toward the arts in your family?
0: My family, yeah, um, yeah, I guess so. Kind of in my family. Okay. I mean, I'd say that everybody's funny though. I come from one of those kind of families. Gotcha. Like, That's it. Okay, family's funny. Uh, but yeah, not in my. I have one sister's uh, in like marketing. One sister's a chef. You know, and they—I mean—have their creative elements for certain, I'd say, in their jobs, their daily Yeah, yeah, lives. yeah,
3: definitely.
0: But like yeah, nobody but else gravitated
3: not. toward comedy, like specifically stand-up. No comedy.
0: one's doing stand-up yet, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, it could happen at any moment. Your parents? Uh, Can you see
3: them? One of them? <laughs> uh,
0: maybe. I think my, one of my sisters would probably be first, but yeah, mm. my dad, I, it could happen. Yeah. My mom would be. My mom would do it once, but then be like, never again.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's the person in your family that consistently makes you laugh the most?
0: Uh, probably my sister Allie. I guess she's mm. she's always on. Mm. <laughs> you know, she's the charismatic one. I'd say. Mm. Uh, you know, yeah. Sweet. I mean, everybody's funny. Like I said, I mean, yeah.
3: So what age? But, you know, um, was the first time you tried stand up?
0: Oh, I mean, I was pretty young, I, like, uh, I started doing stand-up basically, like, 18, and uh, I kind of had, like, hosted things in high school, like, my high school had a radio show, radio oh, station, cool. and we did a Battle of the Bands that I hosted two years, uh, and stuff like that, kind of around, with, like, MC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a yeah, little you
3: bit your experience in here
0: and there, yeah. mm-hmm. and then, uh, right. So then I dropped out of college after one semester, and my dad lived in New York, and I moved to uh, New York for about six months. I started bar backing at New York Comedy Club nice. and first stage time. <laughs> And then I moved in with some people that I like knew in Philly from dropping in like from that one semester for like another six months in Philly. And then I was like working there and like trying to do some mics and stuff. I'm still like maybe 19 years old uh, at this point. But I went back to New York. I was still barbelling. Oh, and wow. <laughs> moved back. Yeah. So I was going back and forth. And I also grew up in Boston. So I'm basically like just you know the Chinatown bus I like learned about it at 18 Hmm. and I'm just like using the Funwa bus like endlessly and Lucky Star going from Boston to New York to Philly to New York to you know blah 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 Hmm. blah, kind of thing for like a year you know not really a year but like who knows yeah I guess a year I was like doing that those trips a lot let's say and then uh like trying to do comedy trying to figure out what that even means uh (laughs) you know like uh then i moved back to new york but like in with some comics i met and like uh you know i was blah 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 eventually and then i was like living there then i met found another place with comics and eventually you know i'm like you know i've been living with comics for 4 years 3 4 years i'm like 23 24 now uh i've been doing stand up like 6 years like kind of mm-hmm. right 5 or 6 years And I was like, what am I doing? I was working at a warehouse and, uh, you know, I mean, it was fine. It wasn't the end of the world. Mm. But I was like, I uh, kind of like, just kind of dawned on me like, oh, I could do like anything else. Like I could be doing this forever. Mm. I could be like living with a bunch of roommates in Brooklyn, hacking away at stand-up mics, having no idea what any of this means for." like, years. I, like, know a bunch of these guys now, and, like, there are people in their 30s that live like that. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But was, like, if I don't move out of New York now, I never will. Like, I just won't mm-hmm. do it. Uh, so I started looking at going back to colleges. I went back to the college that I dropped out of, you know, makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a good move. I mean, I, like, there was a reason I went to Philly in the first place. I liked Philly. I had some connection to it. Philly was a really good scene to me. Like it, I knew it was a good scene, but like, uh, I didn't even realize like how good of a move that would be. It was like a pretty, at the time, I mean, got got pretty comfortable there. And then, yeah, that's where I started waiting out the stone eventually. I mean, the whole time I've been throwing stuff at the wall, but definitely going back to college and going to Philly, having like all this experience of what New York comedy can be like, or sometimes is like, or whatever. The ever-changing aspect and all that sort of knowledge then i like go to like some fresh clean slate to me like kind of know my way around but i don't know people really i knew a couple of comics from back in the day that remembered me uh and yeah i was able to like get in pretty quickly as like kind of one of those like you moved out of new york or something like i felt at the time like your stock already goes up so then all these New Yorkers that, like, you kind of knew would come to town and Mm. be like, oh, uh, I know you, you know? Even though, like, you know, in New York, there's going to be other people around that they know better. But in Philly... I was the guy they knew the longest, like, things like that. And, you know, and I'm, I'm a game show host. Everybody likes me. No, I'm I have
3: to ask, you, how, how was it living with uh, other comics? Is everyone just, like, depressed?
0: Um, <laughs> <Or> sometimes, <laughs> you know. Um, like, in New York and Philly, like, one of the differences between that was everywhere I lived in New York, like, we never had a living room. We always kind of like had one room or two rooms that we maybe hung out in the most, but uh, really, or the kitchen the most, the most, the most. but like.
3: A lot of kitchen talks. Mm
1: -hmm. Right, exactly.
3: A fair share of kitchen talks, yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. Or if you've got a
3: hallway, you just sit in that random hallway. Oh, yeah. You
2: just have something talks in the hallway. Bathroom, bathroom, like a poop, come on, we all have
0: them, right? Yeah, no. no. Uh, But yeah, we had. Like that kind of situation going on all the time, so you just never invite anyone over. And then in Philly, we were just inviting people over all the time, Mm -hmm. just hang out in the living room, even when we had a living room that was like the smallest thing in the world. We would just cram like twelve people in there and get baked and hang out. Uh, You know, people would play games. Like Philly was a lot of fun. It was a lot of like, here's a mic at eight in the city. Like you're done. Like on a Monday or Tuesday, even you're done at. You know, eleven. Let's go hang out until twelve because we're some of us live right here.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah,
0: that yeah. kind of thing. It's cheap. It's not. Oh, I have to take the train twelve stops into Brooklyn or whatever. I get. I'm far away from where I am right now. It was. Hey, one of us are and you live within a mile of here and parking for free. And it, you yeah, know, there
1: and
0: you go. Go, yeah, so hang out. Beers are cheap. To bake out, dude. Nice. It's a fu- Paradise, (laughs) (laughs) but it's like I definitely got to do a rhythm where like you're hitting mics and shows like regularly on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Saturday, Friday, Saturday, you like can get gigs in the suburbs and gigs in town, and there's like a lot of monthly shows that happen on every day of the week, you know. Um, and blah blah blah, it was great,
2: yeah. Does the like the fast paced kind of like very like on lifestyle of comedy that one like one of the parts of it that appeals to you
0: I think so I get addicted to that part a mm-hmm. little bit yeah. yeah that kind of thing where you just like you know it's easy to work on something when you're like physically on stage you're like actually doing it but you know when it's like hey you got to fill this day with some other aspect of entertainment that isn't entertaining mm-hmm. uh or even writing you know it's a little more like well what is it what is that i don't know i'm still always trying to figure out that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. like any extra entertainment stuff to like make it all work uh and work better Mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing but you know pick
1: at it that's how that's how it is it's a scab to me you know it's just fucking i can't stop but i'm bleeding Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
0: No, I mean, yeah, there's definitely something exciting about that. Like, I, you know, when I did drop out of college, it was like I was trying to, like, write and get into writing, get into movies. And there was definitely something so immediate about stand-up that was so thrilling and, like, cool. I still find, like, that thing to be really romantic. I mean, I always did. Now everybody likes comedy. (laughs) But uh, there was a time where... it it felt like you know everybody every nerd's got that story but uh, you know (laughs) know,
3: that's why it's interesting though you do you do like game show style you know that's why it's interesting that it's yeah i because i honestly before yours i i did not know of anybody else who's doing something of of that nature
0: yeah it's fun to like throw stuff like that at the wall i think it really dawned me in philly too is surrounded by a lot of different groups and a lot of good people and the people that started Good Good, you know, Kate Banford and Aaron Evans, they have like, they had a really good idea vision that I think people didn't really think about that much and that, uh, you know, you can really put together a whole production using very little, uh, using technology that we have on Google for yeah. free, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. things like that, that, uh, it's simple, you- but effective yeah you just get creative with it and do silly things it doesn't have to be over the top and uh if you have a good premise a good idea i mean it kind of even goes i mean another stonery thing but like just being able to put your own together you put together your own projects like i think a good example of this kind of stuff is like super high me like Mm -hmm. you know doug benson was doing stand-up he was a weed comic but he wasn't like Doug Benson Mm -hmm. the weed comic and he had a stand up joke that was like I'm gonna do super high me and then they did it you know a Mm -hmm. production company was like let's do it and I think there's you know that's one example where it's like who knows how that Deal went down, but I think a lot of us in entertainment we like wait for things to happen to
1: us. Mm.
0: Certainly, that's what I thought entertainment was: be undeniable, be funny. And then it's like, you know, things are really happening, or you're like, I'm getting laughs, but am I funny? I have no fucking idea because uh, I'm not on, you know, live at Gotham. I don't fucking know, mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, eventually, you're like, to, what's the go your own way? How do you do things you want to do that you think are fun? How do you make them better? How do you get an audience for them? Uh, you know, how do you make money off that? Blah, blah, blah. There are obviously lots of ways to do that now. I mean, it's hard to make a killing. You know, it's not exactly a get-rich-quick scheme. It's a full-time job.
1: And that's. Yeah. um
3: you got to be patient it. with it and persistent though, but you have to create your own opportunities. Cause like you said, yeah, it's not going to fall into your own lap and people be like, Oh, just, I'm ready. I'm ready. Like whenever, if it, whenever it comes to me, like I have this and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, everybody's their own producer now, especially right. with the advancement of tech. But I do love how it's gone back to, it, it was like that before the pandemic, but also gave it a little boost when people wanted to go back outside after quarantine where people are taking their acts on the road and you have like your game show it was it is like you know vaudeville again it is like there's some road show and like it's doing and then you just have a bunch of just a mix of people having their own flair i come to your town and you're like oh what is this what what's going on
0: yeah see all the comics that you could see all the time hi <laughs> and see if we can figure out which one isn't. Yeah, it's it's been so much fun and like sticking to a premise and like commit like just expanding upon that. You know, uh has been a really good lesson in production and you know just writing everything like that putting together. I mean, it is one of those these things where obviously you're doing this as a comedian as a producer of basically anything, but you're wearing so many hats mm-hmm. and you're like do I study how to, a showrunner, because yeah. I guess I'm doing that, you know, do I study how to do every aspect of television production or theater
1: production you or something? To, yeah.
0: I know, and I've already, like, you know, done a lot of that stuff. I was a barback at New York Comedy <gasps> Club. I haven't, you know, half managed a club for a night or two. I mean, being yeah, no, so you do Figure it all out, piece but there's by, more piece appreciation for it,
3: right? I mean, you do when we do our stuff, and you now understand like every single piece that has to come together, and you have to. Sure. Now you're just like, oh, all right. Well, I, I mean, it's like when you work for a boss where you're just like, hi, yeah, yeah I respect you because you know how to do every like other I, job.
0: I was just thinking that exact same thing because it's you're you're dead on. You know, that's who a manager should be of every. Place is just like they know where everything is, like the
2: hole is, they know where the fucking every situation is, uh, and
0: yeah, what to do about it as best they can. Because a lot of times, yeah, it's it ain't my place, I just run shit here, and it, you could like easily be like, and I don't give a fuck, or you could be like, this is the greatest place ever, even though it's got a few flaws, <laughs>
1: right? You know? Right,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: What what do you think are the uh best like three comedy scenes in the country? I feel like you've gotten around to a bunch of different comedy scenes. Like if somebody was about to start and you were like, "Here, young one, like go <laughs> go one off one. into the world." Like I would I would say go to this city right now. Like where where would you send somebody?
0: So those are two different questions. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
4: you know
0: I don't hate to be. Uh... Uh, You like that, but you know, t- yeah, like what are the three best and where should you move when, if you are just starting mm. are two different things, I think, you know, I'd say you can make, if you're just starting, you can make any big city, the like one that's right for you really. Like, so you want mm. to move to want to go because if you, if I tell you that it's, you know, I don't even know what Minneapolis and you don't want to be cold and you're going to be miserable. So, Like, don't go there. But if you want to be in Austin or you want to be in Denver or you want to be in Atlanta, then you pick one of those kinds of things. Like, you go to the place. There's also a thing about, now it's tougher because you guys are in Jersey, right? Like, we live in the New York area. But, like, there's definitely something to moving to the big city that's not the biggest one. So a Philadelphia instead of a New York or a Boston instead of a New York that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Even. So it's tougher in the northeast cuz the cities are closer together and people have a tendency to go, oh, well, New York's right there. I'm going to move there right away. I'd say like you go you don't do that. You go if you live in a suburb of Boston, you move to Boston even though New York City is only 4 hours. Even though if you live in southern Georgia, the biggest city is Atlanta. There might be a small college town that you might do for like a year, but like really you'll be big one in that area that market whatever the best comedy scene is in that like chunk uh but something that is a secondary city first is mm-hmm. what i would say so not new york or la <laughs> you can only move to New York or la for the first time once you know what i mean mm-hmm. most people do tend to hit three i'd say where it's kind of like a Hop, skip, and a jump kind of thing, where it's like this is the city that's closest to me. It was St. Louis. The next biggest city in that market is Chicago, and then I moved to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a career trajectory uh, that a lot of people have. It also is more creative than just being like I'm in Chicago forever or whatever
4: mm-hmm. like that. Uh,
0: you get a little bit more experience of like community and the road and connections and all that kind of stuff. Like uh, so that's one big answer. That's right. That's what I, I recommend to people. Uh, and again, if like Love. you want to be Houston, go there. You know that kind of thing. Because uh, you want to be there. That's the best thing you can do. So, mm-hmm. I'd say the yeah. best comedy cities in uh, uh, what'd you say, New Jersey, Jersey City? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> America, Jersey City. Uh, no, I would say. <laughs> I mean, Jersey right. City
4: does have a good scene, uh, in uh, yeah, part well, to too. you and a bunch of other producers. There's a well, lot of great things going Literally
0: on. promoting it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, right. So, um, I would say in the country, it's tough. I mean, Atlanta is like really great. You know, it's hard to not say Chicago. Like, Chicago is yeah. that phenomenal. It's hard not to say New York. It's hard not to say LA. You know, I would say LA is the way comics talk about a great comedy scene. LA is not really that necessarily it's great um but like if you're trying to grow as a comic la might not be what we're talking about but if you're an audience member you might find some very interesting comedy shows with some of the best comedians around you might do want to do a little research you might want to do that anywhere um yeah that kind of thing so i mean chicago also is like one of the most creative like has a ton of clubs atlanta has like four clubs, and it's big. It's such a big city. It's cool. It's got a lot of stuff, a lot of big stuff going on. It's like the only game in town, too. It's like you're two hours from Birmingham, you're four hours from Knoxville, mm-hmm. suddenly so you're seven from Savannah. You know, it's like there's not a lot else around. And Atlanta's such a big city, so its scene is like really cool and interesting. It's a lot to set. Basically, is the way Atlanta's set up. Even it would have a good comedy scene because it's just a big geographical area and a big giant major hub um, so yeah I mean like probably Atlanta, Chicago and that that other third one I don't know if these are in particular order um, I mean Denver's really great, Denver's a really really great scene um, and I mean these are all kind of like more pre-COVID what I'm talking about, I'm not totally sure this is my first time really going on the road road getting a bunch of cities since COVID. I've been to a handful of cities, but, like, not like this, and not seeing, like, those kinds of comedy scenes. Um, So, you know, I'm sure a lot of these things would still hold true, but just take that, keep that in mind.
1: <laughs> Why, but, thank you. You know, and but yeah, Denver,
0: super cool, you know, also. So I might say Denver.
3: That's some good info. Um... something popped in my mind when you were saying that i mean you're taking uh weeding episode on the road and going to some of these places i'm assuming you hit up comics who want to be on the show that are in that area or do people travel with you uh
0: yes well like this tour uh somebody's coming with me Ryan rumble um you know but uh he'll be on some show be, you know, helping out in all so, such a ways, you know, maybe some merch. I don't know. Uh, he's just going to be helping me. I need an extra set of hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's uh, the best. And then uh, I hit up local on uh, the scene, you know? Like, I try and hit up the people I know. I try and get the venue to recommend some people they like. I usually ask comics I know that uh, for recommendations or big comics in the scene. Yeah. If they if they can't do it, if they have recommendations, sometimes you know you catch a uh, from everybody. Yeah. And, so
3: my question yeah. is, when you reach out to them, if you have like they said, yes, 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 all coming, whatever, whatever. You guys, I mean, because how many people are not including you in total part of the show? The number.
0: <laughs> so. I've been playing with it a little bit more, but essentially eight to 16.
3: So what do you do? What happens? I mean, cause you can obviously go with like two can't make it. You stick with five or whatever, but how, yeah. So what do you, how do you deal with that or handle the situation when people do flake?
0: If people flake, flake. flake. I don't like to say flake. People (laughs) have have to cancel. They can't do it every time. It happens every time you're dealing with that many people you're asking them to do multiple things they're probably not used to. They might not be used to smoking weed. They might not be used to smoking weed and then getting up on stage. Mm-hmm. They're probably not used to doing something besides doing stand up comedy or whatever other thing they do, mm-hmm. you know, the, the normal art form they do. Uh, you know, so like things like that, uh, people have to do other things. They get, they're going to be late. They're in tra- I mean, a million things come up. They gets sick. I mean, it happens all the time. Uh, so what do I do? I mean, I've gotten less serious about how many people have to be on it specifically. Mm-hmm. I still try and book forward 16 and not, Oh, I only have eight, you know, okay. Okay. It usually we'll be like, I try and book 10 hoping I get 12,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, because like some people will come to hang out, something like that. So that'll happen too. And that usually works out pretty organically. Uh like, oh, this person dropped out, but like, can you do this? And they're there because they want to hang out and so if we they're, you know, fine getting up. There's also, yeah, so like that sort of the lineup fluctuates a lot, I would say. Yeah. Uh that's just how it is, how it goes.
3: True. I get it. Like people you know, know. life life happens.
1: Yeah. Such yeah it's Totally yeah. fine.
3: Yeah. No, but <laughs> like, I do find that interesting that um People who are, like, they're stand-up comics, but their comfort, like, comfort level and their, the, like, it's what you are saying as being a different form. I didn't, like, I don't know, I never thought of that where I thought it would be something that would be so, um, a little bit daunting to them. I get it that, you know, they're high and they have to be on stage and perform, but I just thought it would be... You know, you're still interacting with the audience, or you're answering questions, you're doing whatever. I didn't think it'd be that different than doing. I mean, their, their set is scripted.
2: It yeah, you. Well, you know true. how it is.
0: It's like I mean, it's it's all sorts of reasons. I'm sure it's like little things that people have just said over the years. It's not like. Any one big thing where like oh, I think it's daunting, I'm sure people just like some people are excited to do it, and then they just like need to take a tea break, and they you know some people just have like oh their last time they smoked was probably bad. you know you can mm-hmm. come up with a million ideas of why that would happen out- out of eight plus people every single show. Yeah. we're talking close to a thousand spots of this <laughs> so, you had
3: you know, anything go sideways
0: uh, nothing too crazy uh where people are like throwing stuff or something like that yeah. i tried to like, light a joint in the field on 420 um it was just like no 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 not happening that was it yeah, um, what happened i tried to light a joint and on uh, for one uh, of the
1: 420
0: one year uh like in the audience it was just like dude no. like <laughs> someone was like answering a question and i just like caught his eye like what you fucking do? uh <laughs>
3: And they do. Yeah. They they uh have an edible before they come on the show. Is it always an, an edible, or what is the form of whoever the like? Just for people, <laughs> just for people who are listening and don't know the structure of the show of like, you know, I don't know the behind so- the scenes or like who. How from yeah, when? So How, when do they get high to when they come on? Is it edible? Do they smoke? How much? Of <laughs> it? What's going on
0: here? So generally, uh, you know, we open door. people start si- sitting in the audience. The comics will arrive around, uh, you know, in 15, 20 minute period. I'll rush them to an alley of some kind <laughs> to the theater. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, there'll be, like, a smoke sesh. Some people do arrive already high. Uh, some people take edibles. Some people bring their own thing. I try and provide something, mm. uh, that, you know. So some people are total lightweights and willing to do the show, and they're like, oh, I'll have one hit. And I'm like, fine. And some people are, you know, you're dragging them, kicking and straight to do the show. <laughs> uh, no kidding but uh <laughs> yeah some people are like there to get high you know i did take you get that kind of thing like it's uh you know it's always that kind of thing if i forget to bring a bowl it'll be the one time nobody brought a bowl but mm. get to bring papers it's the one time like there's only one bowl you know and like or one bong that everybody has to hit like really that's something not really pa- as passable amongst a giant group of people you know uh, that kind of lame stuff so
1: and how often do yeah. you
3: smoke? Or to, how often do you partake in the marijuana? Oh, at the
0: show? No,
3: yeah, just miss- in general.
0: Oh, oh, in your yeah. Because you I can't be s- high. I I'm smoke.
3: assuming you're not high as a host, are you? And probably every time. Yeah. <laughs> how do you? So you're just so used to it, to keeping... <laughs> you do- you never seem high when you're...
0: listening <laughs> you seem- what? It's hilarious. Well, I smoke a lot. So, That's I mean, true. I didn't know
3: how is, high your uh, tolerance was. That's why I was asking because I was just like, either he's managing this very well, or like, yeah, I guess also it depends how much you dig But
2: what is yeah, it, I mean, you know,
3: what's your first high story?
0: Oh, the stories so like, uh, yeah, like one time at like a party, uh, like I think it was like the summer after high school. We were like, uh, just you know, it was like late. And there were like five of us on like a porch, and like they were passing around a bowl was the first time i got high and somebody had brought like there were like snacks you know it was like a party for like you know high school so it wasn't like it like turned into like a you know we're getting drunk but yeah that's there were snacks (laughs) and somebody had brought a pie a cherry pie and uh, nobody had touched this pie all night it had not been touched Uh, 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 wow that kid has uh, been so upset (laughs) 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 maybe but then so then uh like people are starting to go to sleep like smoked and i'm like oh, i don't know if it affected me or whatever and then uh I'm, we're walking around me and one other guy walking around like trying to find places to crash and there's people like everywhere and we're like ah. and every time we walked through the kitchen which was the center of this house was like this pie and i just kept like grabbing handfuls of
1: <laughs>
0: and eating this pie and then in the morning i like got up and i remember walking in the kitchen and someone was just like what the hell happened to the pie? <laughs> somebody ate this whole pie. They were like, oh man, somebody liked the pie. They were almost weirded <laughs> yeah. out by
2: Well,
1: a well,
0: pie's yeah. a good
2: munchie. Yeah, what's your favorite munchie snack? What's your go to? Oh man, you
0: know, it's going to sound silly, but like I kind of go like veggies a lot. Mm. Like oh. I'll do, I care. Like, or like even just make a salad and it feels so fresh. Yes. Like, what like, a
3: healthy muncher. Yeah. I mean, I'll
0: eat anything. I mean, I'll just like do a pickle. I'll do chocolate. I'll do whatever. But you you know? you'll
3: crave veggies though.
0: It's also like the quickest thing ever. And I know it's like probably better than
3: is it the crunch? Does it have to do anything with the texture?
0: Crunch is big, yeah. Carrots are probably my, one of my favorite snacks in general. But mm-hmm. I can't, hummus like that tang on a hummus. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are
1: yeah.
2: you a vegetarian? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's just the guy who likes vegetables. Jordan almost got a little excited. No, no he's munch-
0: looking like in the mean, Munchies are good. I mean, if I've got like, yeah, fucking carnitas right in front of me, like, that's what I'm going for, but it's not what I bridge all the time Ooh. you know
3: <laughs> i always have
0: carnitas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is cherry pie oh i i gotta get some of this stuff. <laughs> i'm gonna go shopping soon yeah i don't know those are probably big ones i mean oh we do candy at the uh at the show so i do always have candy around and i do eat a lot of candy mm-hmm. So <laughs> no, can't deny i'm eating uh, <laughs> any Hershey bars and sweet tarts and Starburst and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So yeah. just want to um, check that back in with your list. If you have any, you want to add.
2: Oh, uh, all right.
3: Host, Let's, what yeah. do we got?
0: Jack Parr, Steve Harvey. Um, oh man. Yeah. Where was I? Alex Trebek, Pat Sajak. I didn't say the big ones. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Man, game shows. Who hosted the match game? I forget. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who hosted... Oh, well, Chris Hardwick. There's probably a lot of, like, more current... Oh, yeah, right. Howie Mandel. See, all these guys get game shows by the end. Mm -hmm. uh, Kurt Braunholer hosted Bunk. Um, Oh, yeah, there were all these, like, you know... Oh, Jimmy Carr hosted Distraction on Comedy Central. Like, there's all those kinds of... Ben Stein, um, mm-hmm. just trying to throw some out, out there. I, am I getting anywhere close to the number I need to be to have some respect around here? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really Honestly,
2: we, we, we've got people who, who just get zero, so if you get above a zero, you are you're already in the upper echelon. Yeah. Oh, We wow. do
3: have people get, that do get re- really... <laughs> like
2: yeah, yeah, right. So people get really competitive, so, like... These so, strains. Yeah, so you met, you actually mentioned this before, but, like, what, like what's, like, the, the... Who's, like, the most competitive person you've ever had be a part of Weeding Up the Stone? Ooh, I don't know. That's a really tough one. I mean,
0: I guess in just the way of the person to be mm. is uh, Hannah Trav from Philly. She is, I believe made it to the end, like, six or seven times. Wow. Like, like an incredible number. Like, there's no... She could be the highest person in the world, and everyone would be like, no, definitely not. You've never seen weed. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's just funny. I don't know. Yeah. So, there, I'd say if you're on a show with Anna, like, that's when you want to really just try and come up with strategies. Yeah.
3: If you had um, to pick, there are no rules... Any like T V network or streaming service service for weeding up a stone to be on,
2: which oh,
0: God. would you choose? I don't know, you tell me. Choose your
2: <laughs> choose your tech giant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. I feel like it's just saying NBC or something. I mean adult swim
4: or something like that would be mm-hmm. sick. It feels it like the first time like Barack Obama would publicly smoke weed on camera. You know? I mean, like that's what your show feels like. That would be your great. show
3: is like the <laughs> the hot ones. But for when then you the get you start getting yeah, the high, uh, ones. high
1: oh. ones. Oh man. and then
3: you start getting, yeah, celebs that come on there and try to play the the
0: game show. Somebody throw me some production money and then <laughs> we'll make that happen, right? I mean, how uh how hard
2: can it possibly be? <laughs> not hard at all. Definitely not I hard. I mean, that's your
3: pitch, though, right? Yeah. You'd be like, hey, guys, listen, this will cost you so little, but make yeah. you tons. <laughs> yeah.
4: I think that is the agree. pitch. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> just, yeah. Just pay me an ounce of my yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I uh, know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. uh, uh, it already
1: costs more than that.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you, you are an entrepreneur, though. Uh, I saw recently that they're weeding out the stone cards uh yeah so i made Mm. some
0: cards for this tour Mm. yeah i thought it would be fun to do like a prototype and then people were like excited about them and so i I was like let's do Mm. it so i just found that yeah i made some cards and i'm still playing with them so i'm looking for feedback and uh but yeah i'm gonna be giving some away as prizes we'll try and sell a few if people want to you know yeah buy one and test it out like just uh that would be super great so yeah I mean that's kind of what we're doing I've got already gotten some interest like uh it's it's cool definitely one of these things like yeah I mean you're just like oh my god somebody like I need a a board game company I need a (laughs) television studio because we're gonna have card games in every dispensary in America yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) feel like that kind of thing you're like oh yeah we'd be just a bar game like every bar that's got games could easily just go like oh this feels like a thing we should have waiting up to stone the game uh so there's all sorts of things it can go to but you know yeah like just trying to throw stuff at the wall i'm not the only person in the world with an idea <laughs> but uh yes yeah, it's it's, uh, it's fun it's fun to do live it's like you know it's my favorite thing i'm still always building on top of it Trying to make it crazier, and yes, yeah, crazy huge guests would be awesome. I mean, we have some crazy guests coming up in New York and LA. I'm doing the LA right, so uh, it's gonna be cool. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked. Uh, so yeah, but it's fun to go at like everywhere. We've done the show with like regular people even, and mm. it's also awesome funny. Yeah, regular person editions, mm. and uh, it's like just as funny. Mm. You know, it's uh, it's like the game when the games are fun. And setting people up to say funny things, mm-hmm. then it's like always fun. You know, that's the, that's like the goal of every game on yeah. uh, Weeding Out the Stone. We like kind of learned early on doing game shows before weeding when there is a right answer, when the goal is to get the right answer. Mm-hmm. It's kind of not great for comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's good for do you know it, I'm engaged to see if you know this thing. But... As long as the, there is no definite right answer that you're supposed to say, it's usually like a funny game show. So I think about yeah, it.
3: Yeah, the questions are clever. For sure.
0: Yeah. Or the task
3: yeah. or whatever you have them doing the show like,
0: yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, but we got a coming up. It's gonna be crazy going all over, you know, Washington, doing California for the first time. Going to Oregon, Portland, Oregon, Philly. Bunch in Jersey, New
2: York, uh, Buffalo, and Ithaca. It's going to be cool. Very nice. Cool, cool. Yeah. Well,
3: we wish you the best with that.
2: Yes. Uh, did you want, uh, right, do you want to add any uh, any more hosts at the list? Right at the buzzer. Last shot that you want to take before we wrap up for today.
0: Oh, man. I guess. I mean, I feel like I'm just going to start saying names of people where I'm like, I, I assume they hosted a game show. I mean, like Mark Marin had a game show. Like okay. you know, like for a season. Like yeah. I, I could just start doing like these weird, oh non hits. I, I that, that counts. Oh. Is that count? We're yeah. that? I didn't know that. I
3: think
0: he had yeah, like some VH one game show or something like that. VH1. Um Steven Merchant, does he host a game show um, on the VB. Oh. <laughs> i P? I'm grass with over check here. On that one. Ray Combs. Um yeah, Ray Combs hosted Family Feud. Mm-hmm. Also hosted Family Feud. It's been Steve Harvey. Drew Carey, uh, was there someone else in between there? Oh man, game yeah. show host. Huh? <laughs> I
4: feel like I'm... yeah, he did the Crystal Maze.
0: See exactly. They all, everybody hosts a game show. It's one of those gigs, yes. you
2: know. Well, many host them, but, th- but but few are the masters of the game <laughs> show.
0: Right? Yeah. they are future Bex. There you go. Many... Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'll tap out.
2: Now. All right. Well, oh, you, you got a very solid I and mean. very lucky 21, which would give you oh, blackjack oh, if we were in casinos. So great. That's it. That's the number right there. Alex, congratulations for getting 21. Thank you for being a part Thank of this game show of sorts. Please, again, plug anything you want to plug that's coming up and let the people know where they can find yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, can I
0: rattle up these dates? No! Yeah. Oh, oh, sick. So, Uh, That's where you find, find tickets to Weeding Out the Stone. The next one is Friday, April 1st in Ambler, Pennsylvania at The Lab, Saturday, April 2nd in Leonardo, New Jersey at Smod Castle, Saturday, April 9th in Jersey City, New Jersey at SIP Studios, Wednesday, April 13th in Portland, Portland, Oregon at Helium Comedy Club, Friday, April 15th in Seattle, Washington at the Jewel Box Theater, Saturday, April 16th in San Francisco, California at Piano Fight. Monday, April 18th in Los Angeles, California at the Elysian Theater. Wednesday, April 20th, 420 edition, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Helium Comedy Club. Friday, April 22nd in New York City, New York at Asylum NYC. Saturday, April 23rd in Emmaus, Pennsylvania at the Emmaus Theater. Wednesday, April 27th in Buffalo, New York at Helium Comedy Club, thursday april 28th in ithaca new york at cinemopolis more dates are coming soon tickets go on sale for uh richmond comedy sports on may 13th that's everything what? Oh, wow. that's that's that was people
3: pick a date that works for you and go see this go see alex shine
0: yes, and <laughs> this is the thing yeah, and then we're just on everything, at Weeding Out the Stone on Instagram, all that jazz. If you Google Weeding Out the Stone, the show comes up.
2: Yay! Yes! <laughs> it's there, people.
4: It's there. Find uh, also, if somebody can't travel, what what's going on in Jersey City? It seems like there's a, a couple of shows going on in Jersey City. Do they have a couple of Def. comedy shows there?
1: What,
0: there's going a ton on? of comedy. So a lot of people are doing all sorts of shows. I've got shows. Uh, besides even my shows, there's shows at Brightside Tavern all the time uh Dorian's band, uh, there's tons of shows. We're trying to throw a bunch of shows at SIP Studios. I also run a show at Corgi Spirits. The next one is April 30th. That's a super fun show. Uh stand-up show, you know. Then I have a that's a ticketed show. And then a free we're doing free comedy every Friday and Saturday at uh, JSQ Lounge in Journal Square at seven PM. So there's a free stand up show there. It's a really intimate room. They did some work over COVID. It's really nice. I got every like all the trimmings and food and stuff. Uh it's really cool, you know? It's right off the path train. And then I also pet shop, I mean, is every third Thursday. And uh that's another stand-up show. It's uh, two free stand-up shows at a night and it's going crazy, honestly, packed every time. Uh so those shows are going super well. Like, not like, yeah, I'm running a bunch of shows with a bunch of people. But, like, Deep Space galleries got shows. There's more shows popping up all over. Departed Souls just had a show that Gordon Baker ran that was really fun. I know more people are looking to throw shows all over. We're trying to make SIP Studios a thing. And honestly, it's been a super cool place to work, and, and like, out of and everything. And They've been really great with the Weeding Out the Stone, and I think we're going to be live streaming out of there, doing all sorts of really cool stuff. Uh, weeding Out the Stone included, so check out Jersey City sometimes. What's the cool? deal with Sip Studios for
4: people who don't know about it? How how do you get there? Where is it close to? Is that Journal Square? Is that somewhere else? Where is it, it is
0: like- Journal Square, 140 Sip Ave, right across from the Journal Square Path Station. It's uh, an event space and uh, co-working space, and so it's kind of set up like a theater, and, and it's a basement theater. You see, it's like 150... They are it's run by a production company. So they are, you know, doing trying to film event and throw events. And uh it's a really cool place. It's trying to be like kind of a creative we work or something, for lack of a better term. But <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, people have starting to run shows out of there, you know. Tag team uh is running out of weeding out the stone. They're uh, you know, revitalizing some of their calendar. They're kind of did a bunch of work recently on their space like um, and they're continuing to do so I get like high hope for them. Check it out. Check out their uh, website, SIP Studios J C.
4: Nice.
3: Well it's been a pleasure. Thanks again for coming on the show. Um, thank you. Thank you people for listening to Sessions with Mary Jane. Check out late night L and H Studios. We have videos, sketch comedy, morning shower podcast, and uh, our film still circling the festival route. So we'll catch you later.